0: Hey, this is Indy, the host of Soul Matter Podcast. You're listening in on conversations about humanness, where I invite my guests and the listeners to be themselves and reflect. I intend for this to be a source of mindful, pure, and whole conversations. I hope that you can listen in and reflect with us in this first series. Welcome. Our next guest is Ben Oni Francois. His name means son of my sorrows and son of my strength. He is a good friend who is an incredibly deep thinker with strong resolve. He currently serves at Palm Beach Atlantic University as the help desk lead for information technology services. Ben has studied and graduated with a bachelor's in biblical studies and theology and is now a certified yoga instructor. In addition to being a yogi, he is a sneakerhead and the co-creator of God's Soul. He's a community leader and I love that he says he is an aspiring stunt double for his inner child. I'm so honored to have shared in conversation with him.
1: So I'm excited that you're here today. I'm uh, super excited. So thank you for doing this. Absolutely. Okay. So how are you doing?
2: I'm doing well. Uh, it's been uh, a long, long week. I have a new saying. You ever come up with sayings in the office? I think I'm known in the office now for responding to that, how you doing question with, it's almost Friday. I've been saying that since Monday. Um, mm-hmm. And Friday came and went, and it was, it's been a rough, rough week at work. Rough week at the home too. Um uh lots of stuff going on. House is being remodeled. So um, if you see things in plastic bags back there, that's why. Um yeah. and you know, uh but I'm doing well. God is good. Um there are lots of things to be thankful for, lots of things to be grateful for. So good. Okay. How about how about you? How are you doing?
1: Thank you for sharing first. I I know, I know that's not always easy to do, so. Um, And I I know what it's like to anticipate the Friday (laughs) when you're (laughs) stressful. Um, I am good as well. Yeah. Yeah, We, we came out of a rough week as well, but you know, I definitely have that perspective of trying to be thankful for the good things (laughs) and being Mm -hmm. thankful to God. Um, But yeah, we've been very sick uh, the last week or so. So yeah, Uh we're still coming out of that. Maybe you can hear it a little bit and Mm. I'm just thankful I'm here, and we've, you know, everyone's healthier than they were last week, for sure.
2: Right, right, right. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, thank you. Absolutely. So today, uh, we were going to talk a little bit about spirituality. So that's something I wanted to, first of all, kind of define from your perspective. What is spirituality to you?
2: Spirituality. Um, It's uh, kind of tough to define uh, what comes to mind with spirituality is um like the belief or notion that um uh, you have more in common with your environment than you don't have in common like an interconnectedness uh with um with uh you know things that are not necessarily physically tangible um yeah, spirituality um. And so it's, like, almost focusing on the things that are, um, you know, um, uh, mysterious, uh, spiritual. Yeah, it's a tough thing to define, isn't it? But I feel like you know what people are trying to refer to when you you use that word spirituality. So that would probably be my definition.
1: I love it. I like that. (laughs) I mean, I I resonate with that personally. So I personally... I like that definition for me, too. Mm-mm, mm-mm. It's um, it's hard to share about with people, too, who maybe don't have their own or maybe aren't aware of it. Um, yeah. But I'd love for you to share with others, you know, what is spirituality mean to you? What does that look like day to day for you?
2: Yeah, I think spirituality is kind of like the story behind reality, right? Like mm-hmm. what's really going on? um, what's really happening. Um, and so for me, spirituality I and mean, how I practice that in my day to day is to remember like, you know, one day at a time, there's a purpose behind all of this nonsense. There's a, there are real gears turning, um, uh, behind the facade of what appears to be reality. And so, um, always trying to, um, kind of look deeper, look past, um, what I initially perceive. Uh, understanding like I understand that um, or feel that um, sometimes we're deceived by what we appear what we think uh, um, is what we think we perceive you know just because something appears to be negative doesn't necessarily mean it's negative you know Mm -hmm. just because you're um, oh what could I say just because you maybe uh, resigned from your job or lost your job doesn't mean that uh, you won't ever work again. Perhaps uh, you could be being set up Mm. for something greater, something um, more liberating, something bigger than what um, you might have initially thought, right? It's kind of deceiving to your perception of reality at the time. Uh, And so um, that's kind of how um, I practice spirituality with an undercurrent of Uh, trying to understand everything as a big connected whole Um, so that's a how does how does that work how does that sound
1: that sounds good to me I mean it's I think a very personal thing and and it's beautiful to you know make note that there are negative things that happen to all of us Mm -hmm. and you know it does depend what we make of it and what we you know sometimes have to wait for to see what what was the reason behind that the cause or Right, you know how it affects other people how it affects us i you know i can really relate to that Mm. especially when it comes to like losing something you know we kind of have to go through this process of grief like oh i lost it or it was taken from me and
2: yeah
1: um so thank you for sharing on that i you know there there are some incredible mental health benefits to having a spiritual connection to a higher power so you know for that that for us is God. Um, Mm -hmm. and you know, for me, I would like to ask you because I know what this is, has been like a struggle for me to kind of like Mm -hmm. unpack a little bit. Mm -hmm. So what are some of the benefits of your spiritual journey with mental health? You know, what has that looked like for you?
2: Yeah. Um, uh, uh, as far as spirituality mentally, it helps me, um, uh, it helps me keep in mind that, um, there's a bigger picture happening right um um i have a buddy uh we've become friends because we used to work together uh over at um uh pba his name is scotty mm. if You meet scotty he's just an enigmatic individual uh super mysterious uh always deep in thought mm. and says so like the funniest things ever uh what makes them funny is that you didn't expect it right um He said this thing uh, in conversation, main character syndrome. Mm. Spirituality, I think, helps you come out of main character syndrome. And he, when he said that, just those three words, it unleashed like a wave of just thought, just a tidal wave of thought. Um, Main character syndrome is this thing that each of us goes through, I think, mentally, cognitively. Right from the time that we're babies up until we come out of main character syndrome, some of us never come out of main character syndrome. Right, Mm. where you kind of make yourself the focus of everything that's happening to you. Um, And when you come out of main character syndrome, you kind of realize that your story is not the only story being told. Right, Mm -hmm. if anything, your story uh, is being told and being authored um, by you and alongside a whole bunch of other people, i.e., the rest of the world. And so you begin to realize that in this great painting, this great masterpiece of a painting called Life, you are like just a brushstroke. You know, you're not the whole painting. You're just a brushstroke. And how spirituality helps um like mentally and with mental health is it helps you define purpose. Like and that purpose helps you cling on to hope um a lot of and i'm not a i won't say that i'm a mental health uh, expert i'm not um like well read although i would call myself an enthusiast love reading you know articles love reading you know books i've read books on it um so like there are some terms that float around that i like i like to use a lot and i don't i don't want to assume that everyone knows um what what those terms are but like um, mental health uh, and spirituality helps kind of take care of your inner child mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and your inner child being the version of you that uh, you kind of hold on to that is most innocent. Right. Um, somewhere along the line of our childhood, our innocence gets corrupted um, kind of just by uh, things that, you know, sh- probably shouldn't happen to you. Um yeah. Or traumatic uh, is is also a word I should use. Should or should not? Uh, I'll replace that to by traumatic uh, events. Things that are like have heavy effect. Mm-hmm. Um, and so sometimes we develop kind of like these defense mechanisms that end up like harming us mentally uh, in the long run. Yeah. Um, spirituality helps us move into a place where we realize, you know, it's not we're not the only people on Earth. We're not the only person who's ever gone through uh what we're currently going through the other people are actually living this life as well and not so much just that um you're not just living this life you're part of the life you're living
0: mm. and
2: so um uh, spirituality helps you mentally because it helps you personally but also influences you to kind of look into your environment make your environment better yeah uh, because of the kind of reciprocal effect that you and your environment have on each other, mm-hmm. your environment affects you. You infect your environment, and mm-hmm. when you uh, you know come to kind of a, that mental consensus, I think spirituality helps you reach that um, state of mental health that way. So,
1: wow, <laughs> I'm a little speechless. I I I love that perspective. It it really is. Yeah. It is hard to acknowledge that we are not. You know the um oh excuse me the what was the term i was trying to keep it main in my
2: character. Head. main character
1: main character syndrome i yeah. love that. it's just yeah. it really is uh, a perspective shift when you recognize that and um you know you said a, some key words there about you know purpose and you mm-hmm. know what your hope is in and honestly yeah the innocence that is eventually taken from each individual it's it's um It's hard to think about, at least from, you know, my perspective of of having read, heard um, and just had the privilege of, you know, being able to look back and not see myself as a main character as Mm -hmm. well. It's just so personal for me. So I appreciate you sharing on that. I'm, you know, empowered by that. I really appreciate that perspective. It's it's amazing. Right, right, right. You know, something I, I am more curious about, too, as you know i have a personal connection to to this world but um i know you practice and teach yoga you you become yeah. yoga certified in the last year and it's something that i'm just excited about because you know my sister as well has finished her certification and yeah. she shared personally with me you know we've done some practices while she was training and it's so amazing i just would you would you be open to sharing what that has been like for you you know what has that meant for you
2: um yoga Yoga, I think, um, might have changed my life. Mm. Um, and so, yoga, just a short little context there are three parts there. There's the meditation side, there's breathing, and then there's the physical side, which is referred to as asana. Um, when most people think of yoga, when they hear the word yoga, I think they immediately uh, um associated with asana the physical part
1: mm-hmm.
2: and very important part i don't think people um i don't want to take that away from folks but there are two mm-hmm. parts to reach. and so um yoga kind of changed my life in the sense that like it has um conditioned me to be more flexible not just physically um 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 yoga in the sense that it it has helped me very spiritually in the sense that it's reminded me that like I have a body like everyone else right um and unlike everyone else um you know I have two two feet two hands two arms two legs two shoulders you know waist hips yada yada Mm -hmm. Um, and all of us like are in need uh to keep this body in motion we're in need of, you know, kind of greasing the joints, making sure we can bend and lift and, you know, squeeze where we need to, let go where we need to kind of, you know. Um, and so that's the, I think the point of Asana, to kind of keep your body like in motion, like maintenance, physical activity, like mm-hmm. has a, an amazing amount of benefits for the brain, for the heart, for the body, for the being, for the soul, just in general. This is like, the temple that you live in, Mm -hmm. you know, if you want it to continue to be uh, effectual towards your purpose, you got to keep it in shape, got to keep it, you know, lubricated and moving. Um, And that's part of spirituality in the sense that once you find meaning and once you find your purpose in this life, um, your body is what is going to help you accomplish that purpose. So take care of your body. You know, yeah. like take you know, keep it maintained, keep yeah. it, you know, stretched and, and and limber. Keep yourself going as long as you can, because this is the one, you just get the one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm
1: saying? Yeah, I do. We haven't, we haven't
2: we haven't we haven't like perfected body transplants. Even if we did, you get if you were to been <laughs> transplanted in someone else's body, yeah, you'd be uncomfortable. You don't know that mm-hmm. body. You know your body. Yeah. And so like kind of stretch the limits of your personal kind of um you know, um, personal of your physical being, you Mm -hmm. know, and that helps you spiritually because you, you can, um, do more for longer. Mm -hmm. Uh, yoga has like taught me that, that, um, spiritually you need to take care of your physical, uh, body. So your spiritual body has to take care of your physical body. Mm -hmm. Uh, and that in turn will influence your spiritual body. So the, um, The inside influences the outside, just like the outside influences the inside. Um, Meditation as well um, has taught me a fair amount. So of the three pillars, right? I call them pillars. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Uh, the Physical meditation and then breathing. Meditation has helped me in the sense that um, uh, it has helped me see through myself, but also um, sometimes I call it self-therapy. Uh, Mm -hmm. Because you are exploring questions of your own psyche as they come up. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because you're meditating, like you have time to go and dig down deep into your memories. Some sometimes being repressed um, just because you're not doing anything else. You're just letting your thoughts kind of flow uh, the stream of consciousness flow and you simply observe it. Uh, Meditation, I feel like, can give you superpowers of observation. Um, You just notice things that you didn't notice before. Um, And lastly, breathing. Um, Breathing helps us regulate our uh, sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous systems. Um, If you take your time with some breathing exercises, you can really amp yourself up, get yourself energized, like you just took a shot of, you know, espresso. Mm -hmm. Or um, if you practice, you know, other breathing exercises, you can calm yourself down um like 20 30 heartbeats a second kind of kind of calm down really bring yourself down and relax mm-hmm. uh and soothe yourself with breathing and so uh yoga has it's changed my life it's even some of the philosophy has brought me closer to uh my own personal faith mm-hmm. uh, you know and a lot of people kind of think oh you're into yoga oh you believe in weird things it's really a spiritual practice more than it is uh, a religion um, and, uh, yeah, there's a lot there that I would love to unpack, but, um, so yeah, th- that's, that's yoga. I think was, did I answer your question?
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I wanted to know what it was for you. And honestly, I didn't recognize the, the three pillars there that you shared on and how they all interconnect, you know, in a sense, if maybe if you're doing that with that intention, like that's what you're going in to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it can be taboo, unfortunately, in, in a sense for some people that word just, you know, connotes religion or a practice okay. of religion. Okay. Whereas what you've brought to light is that personal experience for you of reconnecting with yourself, you know, your body, mm-hmm. your mind. Um, you talked about the parasympathetic and the sympathetic systems, you know, those are physiological components of our beings that we sometimes... We kind of ignore. I'm I'm personally speaking on my own behalf. Mm. I ignore until there's something that's dysregulating me. So I love for you to share, you know, this idea of like what what about this? How does it interconnect for you? Like when you're practicing, what's the focus that you how how do you focus on what you're focusing on when you go into practice?
2: Um uh, that's a tough question. Um I think um what in class right when i'm teaching a class mm-hmm. uh or even when i'm practicing i kind of two two or three kind of questions that keep coming um to mind mm-hmm. um where are you um and uh what are you doing so um in class where are you uh it's kind of like a diagnostic like where are you Physically, you know, mm-hmm. we do a downward dog. Does that feel good? Is there any tightness in your hamstrings? Uh, we move into a tabletop. Does that feel good? Do you feel any looseness or tightness in your back? Like, where are you? It's kind of like a status check, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, or how are you doing? Uh, but physically, um, in meditation, um, uh, and I, I try to, uh, and all three of those components, by the way, are in each of my classes. Um, I try to incorporate it in every single uh, class that I teach. In meditation, I try to invite myself and the the students to kind of take an inventory of their mental state and where they are uh, in that moment. Um, the hope is that um, that we can separate ourselves from our thoughts, right? The, this idea that we are not um, you are not what you think right you're the one doing the thinking um and if you can step away step yourself outside of that seat uh, and kind of observe what the flow of thoughts are as they come in uh it can give you some insight um in this kind of realizing realization that you're not the main character in this play this 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 painting of life you're not the main character you're not the only character mhm you're simply one of many. Um, and with the breathing kind of, um, uh, teaching and learning that, um, you know, that is the source of like our, our energy, all of our life, you know, stop, stop breathing. You stop, you stop living just like how an engine works, like on an airplane or on a car, we take in oxygen. It comes in Uh, And it mixes with all of these chemicals on the inside of us. Mm -hmm. Um, It gets into the nooks and crannies of our bones, of our fingers, of our, you know, different digits and feet. And and it moves us around. And so much happens in between each each inhale and and every exhale that, um, you know, sometimes we don't even give credit to that. And Mm -hmm. uh, um, I always try to bring ourselves back to just the powerful kind of mechanism of breath and breathing um and that's what that's what that's how i approach my classes uh so yeah
1: that sounds good i i really look forward to participating one day being there okay. you know i you brought up something that i like that illustration of you know kind of what we take in and putting out and um there's this kind of like there's something so important about asking yourself where am i you know physically you know, mentally, spiritually, name it, you name it, I can, I can probably go down a long list. But that check in is so important. And I, I find that, you know, incredible that you're able to do that with others. And um, you've kind of brought up a paradox. And something we had mentioned in a previous conversation, You, you brought up this paradox, at least how I see it, of being significant, you're important, you matter. But there's also this kind of insignificance to you as well like in the broader picture and um I'd love you know for you to talk more on that because that's something you brought to my attention that I I've been sitting with thinking about so what does that look like for you what do you what do you think that means for you
2: right um and what comes to mind is an illustration um and I was thinking about this I think maybe last week um how life is this life existence right Mm -hmm. um is this a gigantic ginormous just ridiculously huge infinitely huge thing mm-hmm. and here you are as an infinitesimal little restroom um inside of that painting right you're like uh, a grain of sand alongside the sea alongside the ocean where you're so 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 small and if you remove that grain of sand you know the rest of the beach is still there but You're still part of the beach. (laughs) You're still (laughs) part of the painting. Um, And without you, the the picture of existence would be incomplete. Um, And so just like how you can have a thousand piece puzzle, you're just one piece. Right. There are 999 other pieces. And so you're insignificant in that sense. But if you're missing from the puzzle, it's not it can't be complete, can it? And so there is this kind of, you have to realize and know and know for yourself that you have importance, but in the grand scheme of things, so do other people, you know, Mm -hmm. you're not, not the main character. You're not the only character, Mm -hmm. you're the main character in your story, Mm -hmm. but your story isn't the only story. Um, And so that definitely, I think helps me kind of keep things in perspective. Like some of these things that I feel like are happening are just really happening to me, um, whereas you know um, other things that are occurring like war, famine, um, crises, economic crises are happening to a lot of people, and so I can contribute to the betterment or the detriment of either of those. Um, mm-hmm. But that's kind of how I wrestle through it. Sometimes there are days where I feel like um, you know I'm too. Uh, self-focused, and you become narcissistic, right? But then, if you become too other-focused, you kind of become a pushover, or like a doormat. And so you kind of have to balance, you know, in uh in 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 dancing in both of those shoes of you know being mm-hmm. focusing on the self and focusing on others. And so, yeah, it's
1: mm. a dance. What a beautiful picture you've painted there. I. I'm very inspired by you, the way you think, the way you speak. It's powerful. So thank you to, for sharing with us today. Um, I'd love for you to have the opportunity to share more about what you do, how others can connect with you.
2: Sure. sure. Um, uh, you can find me on uh, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, it's B2DAONI, B2DAONI um that's a play on my uh first name i actually was really insecure about my first name uh for a long time it wasn't until you know probably 15 years ago i was oh, like you no. know what this is my name i better own it um, mm-hmm. but benoni is not a name that you find uh everywhere uh, mm-hmm. but um <laughs> i uh that that's where you can find me on instagram uh b2noni um i uh yoga teacher uh, uh photography a uh, poet, um, I work in IT uh, as well uh, and I'm constantly constantly looking for new opportunities to explore and grow mm-hmm. um, you know myself, my my conscience um, and so uh, I teach classes mostly on Saturdays and Sundays mm-hmm. um, and I typically post um, when I'll be teaching on my Instagram feed um, so you you guys should have plenty of notice.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: At least three or four days notice before uh, the weekend. Um, I haven't been teaching now. I've been recovering from a slight injury, but uh, I do plan on teaching again starting at the end of February, beginning of March of this year. Uh, yeah, that's where you can find me.
1: That's exciting. Um, thank you for sharing. I I definitely wanna before we you know log off. I'd love for you to share what your name means because you did bring that up. That that was something you struggled to come to own.
2: Right. Uh, Benoni is Hebrew. Uh, It means, it can mean son of my sorrow or son of my strength. Hebrew is strange in that um, many words have double meanings. Mm. Um, But uh, my mom named me that because she had uh, pretty hard labor. Uh, I was actually born after uh, her first miscarriage. Mm. Uh, So I I am her oldest child, but not her first child. Mm. Uh, That name was a reminder for her. that uh you know i'm the son of her pain but also um it is transformed into a song of strength for me uh i'm also the son of her strength She still uh was a strong woman uh, she wanted to have kids and she didn't stop trying and so uh, i'm evidence of that uh, and so it, it kind of um keeps the things in perspective for me too um son of uh son of pain and son of strength and so um yeah Ooh. that's great
1: I'm so glad you're here. I just wow, thank you for sharing that. That's amazing it's It's not an easy story to share, maybe, but I appreciate you sharing it with us. Yeah, I yeah, have goosebumps. <laughs> it's amazing. I love the meaning of your name. well, I um I'm gonna wrap up and just say thank you again for being here and taking the time to share and listen as well. I've done some listening, and it's it's
0: great. Thank you.
2: Thank you so much, Indira.
0: Welcome. Hey there. Before you go, I want to share about Soul Narrative Conversations, which are closed groups for individuals who want to intentionally connect, share, listen, and grow alongside one another. I, Indy, am offering a limited special for the Pioneer Group, which will engage in three 50-minute group sessions for $150. These groups are not therapy, but rather an opportunity to process and reflect on your story. You may ask yourself, well, who are you to do this? I became a wife in 2017 and a mother in 2019. In between that, I graduated in 2018 with a Master of Science in Mental Health Counseling from Palm Beach Atlantic University. I have come to recognize that in all the transitions, I was deeply struggling with a fragmented heart, mind, and soul. My own challenges have led me to this. This is personal inner work, which for me involves being, praying, eating, healing, and processing all the good stuff and a lot of the hard stuff through conversation. I call it my passion work or vocation and I intend to have heart, mind, and soul transforming conversations every day. I hope that soul narrative will offer a safe place for you to pause, be, and reflect openly through those kinds of conversations. And I, Indy, will be your conversation moderator. Please check out more information on the website I created and connect with me through there or on social media. Thank you.